Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on out there in the world of YouTube, Facebook, wherever you may catch this. Some of you guys may catch this on uh, the podcast. But as always, this is the Investor Show. This is your host, Prentice Dice, coming to you guys live all the way from the beautiful state of Denver, Colorado. Um, my nose is kind of a little coughing up there. What's going on, Richard? Uh, if you guys come in, you're going to check in and we're going to talk about the uh, market. No, you're not late. I just got on here. Uh, we're going to be talking about the stock market. It dropped 700 points today. 700 points. What does that mean? What is going on? Everybody's getting crazy out there. Who is that? Hello. Oh, Minneapolis. Wow, Minneapolis in the house. What is that? Tunnel in? What's up, brother from Missouri? Kansas City. Minneapolis, Kansas City. Who else is checking in? On the live feed, that's people that's checking in live. So as you guys can see in the description box, we're going to be talking about the market, the drop that we had off, and ways you can particularly profit from it. Uh, market bull run is over. That's what Chris Wick says. Um, you know, we'll see. But over time, we always keep in mind, first things first, the market always takes the stairs up and the elevator down. If you guys paid attention over the last few days or weeks, you've seen that the market kind of slowly takes the stairs up 100 points here, 200 points here, 50 points here. Then it takes the elevator down, whoop, like today, 700 points. These are the times, especially if you are a long-term investor, we're going to talk about the long-term investor first. You're a long-term investor. One of the ways you can take advantage of this is by dollar cost averaging, purchasing shares. For example, if you are an index investor, if you're someone who's going long-term, this is the time to get an ETF that tracks the S&P 500 Dow or NASDAQ. This is the time you buy. This is the time you snag up a little, not everything, but this is when you buy. In professional portfolios, um, like Mr. Peter Maluk said in his book called uh, Five Mistakes Every Investor Makes and How to Avoid Them, what he does is he puts some of his money in bonds, right? Bonds get maybe a 2-3% interest rate. He puts some of his money in bonds, and when times like this come, he sells his bonds or some of his bonds, and he goes back and he buys some of the market. Those are where you can take advantage of the quick market downturn. Because think about it. Now, what, what's really going on? What happened? What made the market uh, fall 700 points, almost 1,000 points in one day, right? It's not as drastic as some may believe because the market is now at 23, 24,000 points. 
versus what it was five, six, ten years ago. But what the thing is, all we're all we're talking about doing is the reason why the market is going down is because of tariffs. Remember my uh, last Prince talk? I didn't do Prince talk last week because it was my son's birthday. It was his seventh birthday. But we talked about tariffs and what was tariffs and how tariffs uh, affect the economy. A tariff, you know, uh, Trump went out. He uh, put tariffs on China, essentially who, who he went to. I think it was like 60-some billion dollars. Pretty much he was giving them a tax on selling their stuff here. Now we are, uh, now you're in the fear of, now you have China coming back saying that they're going to come with tariffs. And now when China comes back with tariffs, then you kind of get in a trade war. You know, trying to uh, stick out and say, hey, I think this person is, you know, whatever, right? Because you have one company giving them giving their companies a competitive advantage. Everybody don't like that because it's hurting China's pockets, right? So nobody likes to lose money. That's a bad thing. So in our case, right, when you look at the tariffs going on, when you look at the tariff situation, now you got a little trade war. What does that bring? That brings fear. Fear and greed uh, runs the market, right? I see someone come in and say, hey, uh, the stock market bull run is over. You're probably, maybe you are correct, but it's in the long run, the market is going to go up, right? In the long run, that's what had, and I'm just going off, I can't guarantee what's going to happen, but it's about possibilities. What are the likelihood of the market going down forever, right? 10 years from now, right now the Dow Jones is at 23,000 points. What do you think it'll be at 10 years from now? I don't know where to be at, and I, w I wish I could, I wish I knew, but I will say that it will probably be over probably over 30,000, easy, in my, in my estimates, right? But I'm basing that off of historical data, and I'm also basing it off of statistics. What are the possibilities, right? So these are the times you can take advantage. What are some ways you can take advantage? For a long-term person, we spoke about getting the index, getting things like, you know, buying the ETF, VU, or DIA, ETFs that track the index. Even if you already purchased the index, like me, I already have the index, right? I'm collecting dividends along the way regardless of whatever the market does. But I'm a long-term investor. If you are a long-term investor, this is a great time for you. Now, other ways. Look at companies you have been following. Look at Berkshire B, BRKB, Warren Buffett's company. Getting ready to go see him next month. And his company is going down to $197. That's a steal. Red means a clearance. You have a clearance on the market right now. Also, look at Facebook. Facebook is going through some uh, data restrictions, you know, whatever the case may be, bringing you optimal time, uh, you know, optimal times to buy. I don't care what company you are, you're going to have down times. I even experienced that myself, and I'm nobody, right? So you're going to have down times when you have any type of company. That's when you take advantage. When do you think Warren Buffett buys companies? Do he buy companies when they're nice and strong and overvalued? No. You want to buy when they're having hard times, right? You know, now people are saying, hey, the, the stock market is it's going to crash. This is what we do every time we see a decline. And you have to be the smart investor to be able to navigate through the uh, difficult times. Now, most people create their wealth in the stock market, not when the stock market is going up. They create their wealth from stock when the stocks are going down. These bring opportunities for long-term and seasoned investors. Look at, like I said, look at Facebook. Look at companies like Apple. Companies that just decline for no reason. Why did Berkshire Hathaway go down to $197 a day? 
What caused that? Tariffs? No, it's fear. One thing, the momentum takes the market down, right? Everybody starts to selling. Everybody's trying to get out. Things like that. This is the time you go in. When it's raining outside is when you go outside with your bucket, right? This is the, These are the days. You're going to come back here probably by the end of this week or next week. The Dow Jones is going to be over 24,000 points. And everybody's going to be like, oh, man. Because when the market is going down, we have the assumption that it's going to continue to go down. We don't think of a rebound, but this happens every year. You know, this has happened like not every year. This this is a classic move. These are opportunities that I wish I had someone to tell me to be able to buy. Right. You understand this is a natural move when the stock market, you know, we take the steps up. We take the elevator down. Look at companies that you're looking to buy. Look at your technology company that you're looking to buy. Another way for a short-term investor, for even short. So if you're very conservative, I will say uh, buy the, uh, you know, something like the index, the ETF or something like that. If you're a little bit less conservative, I will look into companies that you have been following that took a massive hit for no reason. This is an opportunity for you to be able to get in, right? If you are a very uh, high-risk person, and if you're an options trader, this is a way um, you can go in and you can buy. Uh, you can go in and you can buy uh, option call options, right? You can say, "Hey, well, I think this is a dip. I think it's going to rebound, and this is an opportunity for you to catch the rebound, right?" Because when people can see things go down, I'm telling you, from every seasoned investor, everything that I've learned over the years, these are buy the dips. You don't buy the highs. That's usually what your brain says. When you see something going up, 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 and up, you kind of think, well, oh, let me buy more, let me buy more, let me buy more. But actually, the best time to buy things are when things are going down. If, But it all depends. I can't say this for every single person, right? The reason why I can't say, uh, the reason why I can't say for every single person is because everybody have a different investment vehicle, right? What makes the market correct? Okay, think about it. We've been in the bull market since 2009, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Here we are at you have a peak, you have a retraction or a recession, and you go back to the trough. What do you think we are at now? Also, I forgot to mention, Federal Reserve interest rates just went up. What does that mean when Federal Reserve interest rates go up? Federal Reserve interest rates just went up 0.25. What does that mean? Anybody out there, right, who tells me interest rates went up 0.25, why did they decide to raise interest rates? They decided to raise interest rates because they felt the economy was strong. They felt the job market was strong. They felt the outlook of the country was strong. So they raised the interest rates. Uh, they, they, they raised the interest rates due to the fact of, what you call it? They raised the interest rate due to the fact of they think that the outlook is doing, doing well, they're doing great. They say inflation is going about 2%. You know, so that's the way people look at it, right? So those are the things I want you guys to think about. Interest rates just went up. And why do you raise interest rates? You raise interest rates to cool down the economy. 
not to necessarily stop it, but you want inflation to kind of go. You don't want to, if inflation goes up too high, then that means that if the inflation goes up too high, that means that we go into hyperinflation, right? If the, you know, so you want to keep inflation at a, a nice rate. So another thing is they raise interest rates. So by raising the government interest, by raising the federal fund interest rates, the stock market went up yesterday because people felt that the Fed had a good outlook on the, on the economy, so they felt like they had a good uh, outlook on the economy. If you are a long-term person, this is this is a time to grab you something for the long term. If you're going 10, you know, anything over 5, 10, 20 years and things like that, because nobody can sit here and time the market, right? So, and that's what everybody said. You know, everybody said, hey, well, you know, we're in a bubble economy and the bubble is going to pop and da, da, da. Yes, we know. A question is not if the stock market is crashed. You know, the question is when. We know that's going to happen. That's like someone, if I got on here and said, yeah, market's about to crash, it's going to crash, it's going to crash, it's eventually going to happen. That's like, of course, Sherlock, this is going to happen. So the thing is, when that market crash happens, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when the market crash? Are you making a plan? Like I always tell people back, what if 2008 happens tomorrow? Are you making a plan? Right? So... This is the thing about it, right? When you look at the market crashes, this is time to go in and get a little bit more, get a little bit more, get a little bit more. Heck, I w the best thing to have during a market down day is cash. Cash, right? Because you can buy more. So don't look at this as a, oh my God, something is wrong because the market is going down. A seasoned investor knows that this is the time. So... You know, like people, oh yeah, cryptocurrencies. See, uh, Chris here talk about cryptocurrencies. The thing about cryptocurrencies is, you know, they're not doing too hot at the current moment. The last time I looked at them, I think it was like at 8,000, but who knows? You can sneeze and cryptocurrencies can turn into ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 or whatever the case may be. So, this is how, these are the times the wealthy takes advantage, right? You know, these are the times that you are, the wealthy takes advantages of what's going on. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you try to play the game or trying to time the market with calls and puts and things like that, you're probably going to net a loss over time. But as a seasoned investor, people are saying, hey, the market's going down, it's about to crash. Of course it's going to crash. It happens, right? It always happens. It always crashes. We know that. You have to be seasoned enough to take advantage of the crashes when they come. People like, uh, who was it, Sir, somebody, the rich, who came the richest man in the world off the Great, Great Depression? I think he was like the first billionaire. Sir, crap. I read his book not too long ago. Sir something, I can't remember his name. But when the 2008 Great Depression happened, he said, Bly, buy when there's blood in the streets. When he means blood in the streets, when everybody's running crazy, when the market is down, 100 points, 200 points, 300 points, 400 points, 500, 607. You know that's just fear, right? You know? So that's what the thing you need to think about, right? Those are the things you need to think about when you're looking at it. Take advantage. Those are the ways you take advantage. If you're a long-term person, look into the index. Snag the index while it's going down. Then on top of that, number two, when you are... You know, two, what you're going to look at is 
two, uh, the second thing you're going to look at is if you look at some stocks that you're looking at already, look at things that are on sale now, Berkshire, Facebook, you know, Microsoft, if you're into technology stocks, all the stocks are pretty much down right now. This is the time to take advantage. Fourth, the fourth thing, not the fourth, but the third person, if you are extremely, uh, or if you're a swing trader or a day trader or an options trader, now it's a time when you can look at possibly looking at taking advantage of the volatility in the market, investing into the VIX, the VIX. Also, you can, you know, people who like to do straddles, or you can buy a call if you think the market is going to rebound, or you can buy a put if you think it's going to continue to decline. Those are all the ways you can, uh, for a conservative investor, for a moderate investor, and also for a what you call an investor. I didn't get a chance to read everybody's comments. Let's read some of these comments. What's going on, Chris Weeks? I see Chris and Richard are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay, he says invest in Barclays. That's another one. Oh, yeah, we, we definitely are in a world of debt. Sock, yeah, okay. I'm looking at some of these comments. Get it back in. He <laughs> said so the market dropped 60%. Okay. A 60% drop in the stock market from 23,000. Let me do the, let me do the calculations on that. A 60% drop in the stock market from 23,000. Let's see here. That is. Oh. Hit the wrong thing on zero here, bro. No, that's not right. So, anyway, you're talking about. Yeah, that's a lot. 12. You're talking about over like, what, 12,000 points? That's a lot. I mean, I don't see that. That's a little. That's a little far. Far. I can see ten, fifteen, twenty percent corrections. Ten percent. Uh, you know, I can see we we have to go into another contraction or recession, right? So. Yeah, that was it. Was Sir Temple? I think it's Sir Temple was who said, you know, buy buy when there's blood in the street. You don't buy when everything is going up. It's like Bitcoin went up to twenty thousand dollars. Somebody brought it. You know, it's been the best time to get into it when it went down to what six thousand, five thousand, here in the last month or two. That been the best time to get Bitcoin when it was sliding. It's not the time to get it when it was going to ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty thousand points. The time to get it was when uh, South Korea came out and said, hey, we're looking at banning it, right? Yes, J.P. Warren, but I think, you're right, J.P. Warren was the first millionaire, but I think it was Sir Temple. It was, I got to look that up again. He wrote a book, uh, Sir Temple, something like that. He was like the first billionaire, not millionaire. I think he was like, he became something like that. He became extremely wealthy from the Great Depression. Most of the wealthiest most of the wealth is built during the crash, right? 
Andrew Carton? I don't think that's him. I don't think that's him. But the thing about it, guys, when you see these things, I wish somebody was there to come on live and tell me stuff like this. Yeah, Rockefeller, yeah, they was here. They pretty much built America. <laughs> he said, I brought, I brought Facebook at 187. You know, you, hey, you got to hold on to it. Of course, J.P. Morgan won. J.P. Morgan bailed out the stock market. That's crazy. J.P. Morgan's uh, headquarters is right across the street from the stock market. <laughs> I did an interview right on the steps of J.P. Morgan right across the street from the U.S. from the stock market on Wall Street. Okay, let me see. How do we know when it's the bottom? The bottom, the only way I can say is when the market falls about 20%, you're looking at the bottom. But uh, you're looking at, you really don't know. Nobody knows, it's like in investing, nobody knows what a bottom is until it starts to rebound. So I will say right now, um, dollar cost average, buy you a little over and over and over and over. If uh, when this video is done, you're going to be able to go back over this video and see everything. If you guys like this content, like to see my Prince talks live, you know, hit me some thumbs up, stuff like that. I heard that's supposed to do some pretty cool stuff. And I got a little cold here too. So, yeah, you know, I don't know exactly where the bottom is until it takes back off, right? You saying Richard said the guy, Richard, you said the guy who, who I sent you the book who came on to the show. I think you're talking about Dr. Robert Watkins. Uh, Dr. Robert Watkins, send me an email. I'm going to send you his email address, uh, Richard. Send me an email over at axprince at royalfinancials.com. You should see it in the description box. And I'm going to send you the email address um, that I have. And if he don't get in contact, he don't answer his phone, that's his business, right? That's his business. I can't make him do that. I haven't had my 401k in a really safe spot. Missing out on the Trump bump. I'm looking for a crash so I can grab everything for cheap. That's true, right? That's 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 an awesome way to think. But the thing is, when you're waiting on that crash, let's say that crash doesn't happen for another year or two, and a down rebound from twenty-three thousand, it goes up to twenty-eight thousand. And what I would say is, I would put some of my money into the market, and then I will see save some to the side. Like if you have a, a fixed income, I would buy some bonds. If your four hundred one k has bonds. Put some money, put some money into the bonds so you can have a, so your money just don't sit in cash. Put it in bonds while you wait on the market crash. If you sit in this straight cash, you're, you know, you're losing to inflation, right? If you have it in the safest, safest thing, you know, like a government uh, treasury bill or something, you're getting like 0.01, put it into a bond. I need a book on the fundamentals of financial literacy, especially in regards to stock market. What would you suggest? Woo! Okay, it's a couple books out there. I like, uh, I have done some reviews here. Uh, check out some of the reviews here uh, that I've done. I like uh, five, five Mistakes That Every Investor Makes and How to Avoid Them by Peter Monlock. I've done a review on that. You can see the video on that. Click on that. It's on uh, Amazon. If you click through my link, I have a, what's they call that, affiliate account or whatnot, if you want to support that way. I also like Tony Robbins, Unshakable. I also like uh, 
Seven Ways to Master Money by Tony Robbins. That's a that's a pretty nice one. Warren Buffett Snowball. Uh, what else? Man, I think I read a lot of books. Ray Dalio. I'm still reading in that one. So I sought out three things to buy under hundred thousand. <coughs> I bought a duplex, eighty k, and stocks. I figured how much to pay back in 20. Okay. I sought out three things to buy on 100K. I found a duplex or 80K in stocks. I figured out how to pay that back in 20 years. Uh, no, right now, I don't know what you mean by that, Richard. But somebody's asking me, they say, isn't a CD better than a bond? Uh, in most cases, no city interest. We live in a very low interest rate society. Interest rates are coming back up. It depends on the term. It depends on the term CD versus a bond. A bond is a little bit more riskier, so it, it does pay a little bit higher than CDs. What do you think will happen when Russia and China adopt their respective goal, uh, adopt their respective gold-backed currencies? So, what do I think would happen? You, I'm not getting the question. You're saying, what do you think will happen when Russia and China adopt their respective gold-backed currency? Adopt their respective, we mean stop taking the dollars. How's that relating to the dollars? I give you a question all the way. So. I got to get ready to uh, get out of here. We've been on here for like 24, 25 minutes or whatnot. Um, I think that was pretty cool to sit back and talk to you guys and read some of your chats. And I'll comment. You guys can comment if you're reading, uh, watching the playback. And uh, I think I did pretty good on telling you guys on what to do. 700-point drop today. These are the days that I wish I had more cash. He said he's going to catch me on the next one. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Thank you guys for tuning in. Give it a thumbs up if you guys like it. Share it. You know, great session as always. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys um, share this, like it. I don't have a set time that I come on. I try to do this at least once a week. Thank you for doing the live stream. I'll be looking for the next one. Yeah, definitely. I try to do this Prince Talk uh, once a week. You know, I, I upload my podcast. If you guys haven't checked out the podcast, Check out the podcast. Go on your iTunes, Google Play, Google Play Music, whatever uh, device you got, and subscribe to the Investor Show. Subscribe to the Investor Show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all that other good stuff. Prince make a hundred blue chip video. A hundred blue chip video? Okay, we'll see. So that's it. Also on top of that, go uh, <coughs> check us out on Facebook. He said, what I miss? I'm going to play it back. It's going to be played back. Oh, yeah. Also, follow the IG. Follow me on IG. The Investor Show Breezy got that right. I promised to make, what, a blue chip video? I don't want to fall back on my promises now. I'm big on keeping my word. What do you want to know about the blue chip video, Richard? What do you want out of it? Tell me what you want about the blue chip. You want me to talk about blue chip stocks? Or what do you want me to talk about on the blue chip? 
sub Richard Richard City subscribe yeah definitely if you haven't subscribed subscribe to the channel uh, yeah we can talk about blue chip stock there's a lot of things I want to you know talk about but you know also uh, I can wish I could show y'all the rest of my um, office here you know I'm studying as well 100 companies dividends the blue chip stocks and stuff like that. okay you want to see the dividends and how they pay out so yeah um i try to do this once we get go on instagram follow the instagram the investor show follow the uh follow me on twitter the investor show facebook the investor show podcast on itunes i put that out every week if you guys just like to ride around and listen to it um that's there also check out my books that i written my children's book line they make great i don't like people to just donate and give me something i put work out of the streets Support the books. Wesley learns to invest. Wesley learns about credit. Wesley learns to invest, and Wesley learns about credit. They're everywhere. They're available paperback, hardcover, ebook, audio, everywhere. Wherever you can go out, go out there and check it out. Grab the book. Grab it for your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, and that's a way that you know you guys can support what I do. Keep the investor show alive, you know. Five years, year number five. So, but yeah, I gotta get out here and get running. I gotta blow my nose. I gotta make some phone calls. I got some studying to do. Prince, can you make a PDF that I can use to teach? Uh, what do you want to teach? You gotta give me more detail. What do you want to teach? Oh, Richard, that's real nice. I like that. Inbox me about that. Where you at, Richard? He's talking about teaching people in jail about stocks. And I will, since you can, I know only real people are listening to me right now. And I want to let each one of y'all know uh, about my newest venture. Um, I was able to partner with the Aurora Board of Education to bring financial literacy into schools. I'm gonna put that picture up here soon. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Let me know about that, Richard. Teaching people in prison about that. Grand Junction, Colorado. How far is that from Denver? I gotta look that up. But yeah, so I'm very excited about that partnership. And congratulations, man. That's awesome. Yes, I have partnered with the Aurora Board of Education. To, uh, to help write the financial literacy inside the math curriculum to over 40-some thousand students here in Aurora, 55 schools, support. It's a, uh, my nonprofit is Global Children's Financial Literacy Foundation. Our first event is on May 8th at Gateway High School. Wells Fargo is going to be there. CompTIA is going to be there. And Fortify Technical Solutions. It's a financial literacy and cybersecurity expo that my foundation is put together to put on, and it's the first one, May 8th, Gateway High School here in Aurora, Colorado. And we're writing the curriculums for financial literacy inside of all of the schools in Aurora. Over 50, what's that like, 55 schools. You know, great stuff. I'm glad to have that partnership and all of the good stuff. 230 miles, do you use my home? We're still working on that, <laughs> Richard. We're still working on that. We got a crawl for a walk. We're going to try to get the homework in there, too. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. 
230 miles. Dang, man, where the heck you are in Colorado? The only place I've been is Denver and Colorado Springs. <laughs> so, but yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for the support. Keep supporting uh, what we're doing here. This is year number five. I'm still at it. I'm still studying. I'm feeling sick right now. <laughs> and uh, I got to go blow my nose. I'm going to lift a little bit of weight so I can go to sleep, drink some water, and uh, continue to push, you know. You will be emailed soon. Okay, appreciate it, Problem Child, a.k.a. The Truth. God dang, he's teaching everybody. Homeless kids, <laughs> he's teaching people in jail. Richard out there doing it. So, yeah, that's our foundation, Global Truth. We, 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 our mission is to bring financial literacy into schools using the local community and schools. That's what we do. So, uh, I'll see about that, Richard. You got to give me a little bit more detail of what you kind of want, and we can make it happen. All right? But we got to do that later, okay? I got to get out of here. I appreciate each one of you guys for staying in and tuning in and coming on and checking me out, keeping the show live, keeping everything live. Follow us on everything, Facebook, Instagram, you know. Hit me up on my private Facebook page. Not my private, but my regular Facebook page, Prince Dykes. Follow that. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Follow, tweet, and I follow back, okay? Peace. To the next video, podcast, cartoon, whatever you see me do crazy around the globe. Peace. Be safe, and I'm out. Thanks.